This is Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab with your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 108, How to Photoshop Your Career and Your Life with our guest, Joe McKay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab. This is Greg Gazin, and we've got another exciting episode for you today, and just perfect for this time of the year. Our guest today is Joe McKay. That name may ring a bell because he's been a regular here on Toastcaster. In fact, he was on episodes three and four way back in 2007, and also in episode 64, while he explained why people should be using video. Joe is an award-winning videographer, both in the public and private sector, and he's also worked through a number of creative disciplines over the last 20 years. His current inspiration is creativity, and he's currently inspired. In fact, he's working on releasing his first book later in 2019 on inspiration. Hailing from St. Albert, Alberta, Canada, Joe McKay. Welcome to Toastcaster, or welcome back, I should say. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today, and it's funny how the timing was absolutely impeccable. I was doing my usual, looking through the internet, et cetera, et cetera, and I came across on LinkedIn an article that you had written back in April of 2018. It's called Photoshop Your Career, Six Tools to Design Your Career Path. And I thought... You know, you could really apply that to leadership. You can apply that to life. You can apply that to a lot of things. But the analogy is fantastic. How did you come up with this idea? Well, working over the years as a graphic designer, you you spend a lot of time staring at these little icons on your screen and you fall in love with the technology. And somehow over the last year, as I've spent more and more time writing, the, the two seem to connect themselves. And since I've been trying to blog, I thought, hey, what about if I tried to be creative here and connect Photoshop to what it's like to use personal development and build a career? So somehow those two came together in a little story there that you happen to catch online. I thought that was fantastic because, I mean, as a gadget guy, the hardware, you could probably find ways of making connections. But you actually went with the tools of Photoshop. It it all stemmed from an analogy, right? Like we obviously can't Photoshop our career in real life, (laughs) but when we use an analogy, it helps you store information and visualize things, right? Let's think about it. The vast majority of individuals right now are building their career. They're building their leadership profiles on their social media sites. They're making connections and they're always looking at timelines for new information. And this exposes us to so many different images in a day. Just like when your phone dings, when someone likes your Facebook post, your memory dings when you store a rich visual story in it. And that's exactly what an analogy is, right? We use analogies when we're tapping in to people's minds. So why not use an analogy when we write things, say, for example, as an article on LinkedIn, to help people to share important matters of interest. And it's a really way of tapping into a rich reserve. We can use it to share our writings, our presentations, our speeches, 
And really, that's where this whole idea of photoshopping a career really becomes useful. I've been a creative guy. I've, I've used Photoshop to flip, smudge, and paint my own content for over 20 years. It's such a, an expansive program. And really, if we look at these six tools and we encourage people to spend just a little bit of time thinking about them and how they apply to their own lives, it's really like learning a language. Some people will only learn a few words just to get the basics of a language. But if you take the time and master the intricacies and how they fit together, you could really weave your way to something really important in your life. And that's kind of what led to that first tool, the selection tool. It's interesting because even though people may not be graphic designers, I don't necessarily use Photoshop per se. I use a probably a lighter tool because I'm certainly not an expert like you are. However, the analogy of Photoshop, I mean, it's even being used as a verb these days, right? You just Photoshop this and mm-hmm. Photoshop that. Please tell us more a little bit about those tools. So you're heading into the selection tools. So you're going to go in order. Are you going to give us the six or? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you the six. And let's start with the selection tool, because obviously with a career, you have to start somewhere. There's got to be a point out of high school or somewhere in your mid-career where you decide, I'm going to change direction. I have to pick something. If I'm going to design my life or design a career path, I have to pick things and I have to select them. And in Photoshop, you hover over objects on the screen. And it's no different in the real world where we hover over our objects of interest. And over time, we develop a passion, we try different things. And for any career choice, you remember, you have to love it. If you don't love it, you're never going to achieve the high level performance that is going to give you the satisfaction that we want when we're pursuing our working lives. Just like when you work with an image in Photoshop, you have to have a desire to be playful with it. You've got to be whimsical with the tool. Same thing in real life. If you're not willing to click on different things and try to find out where your skills lie and the things that you're really, really good at, you're never going to be able to know if that path is for you. Remember, you can deselect things in the real world too, right? (laughs) It's not something that you're stuck with, just like in Photoshop. You can build layers and you can delete things and, and undo things. But with your career, it's a little more serious. So you never know what the possibilities are until you start to select things. You can change your mind, but if you go deep into it, the undo is a little bit more difficult. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The next tool is the crop tool. Once you've discovered what you do best, Essentially, you've got to start to carve out your niche. You've got to cut it. You've got to slice it down. And to do this, you can use the crop tool to get rid of edges in your career that you really don't excel at. You may want to remove obstacles or place your attention just on things that are in the realm of your control. So let's say you want to focus on the value, okay? And remember, the market rewards value. If you want to make money or you want to climb a career ladder, you're going to have to bring some value. I think it was Napoleon Hill who talked us that rendering service was really going to be the thing that gets you the farthest, right? So it makes me think of the crop tool. And when you're cropping an area in Photoshop, they call it a canvas. So I like to think of this as your AOI, That's your area of interest. And this becomes your canvas in life that you only begin to focus on those things that are a fit 
to your career. Just like you, a great concert pianist and a world-renowned bridge builder wouldn't have the same things on their page, they cropped out an area of their life and began to focus on those things. So when you use the crop tool, you're creating an area of interest and you're eliminating those distractions that might cause you to not only waste a lot of time, but a lot of money. And in real life, it sounds like you would probably use the crop tool on a regular basis because, first of all, you've said that once you've discovered what, what you do best, right, you cut out that niche. Well, first of all, you can't, you might think you're good at a lot of things. You might be good at a lot of things, but you can't do everything. And so in many respects, it seems like you're trying to zero in or narrow down your focus. And then, again, same thing. If you're not happy with it, you can always do that undo or deselect. Exactly. And it's not that we can't have multiple canvases open in our lives as well, right? My wife always used to tease me and say, you know, Joe, you you can have your career and then you can have your drumming career and then you can have your video career. It's like we have these little mini open files in our lives all the time. And, And you said it best, Greg. You can have multiple areas of interest, but ultimately, as we all know, One is going to filter to the top, and that's going to become your main document that you build your life on. Yeah, Easy to have a cluttered desktop big time. (laughs) Well said. Okay, so you use the crop tool to get rid of the edges where you don't excel, and you remove the unnecessary obstacles. Okay, where do we go from here? Now we're going to use the freeform tool. And this is going to help us set direction because we kind of know the, the area that we want to work in, but where do we go from here? So in Photoshop, you use the freeform tool to draw lines and create points. Well, that's like innovation. You're now creating and you're innovating. And this tool, you must do some research. You've got to start to study. You've got to bring something fresh to your overall picture. The beauty of a freeform tool is just that. You don't have to go in straight lines. You don't have to be rigid. This tool allows you to draw freely upon new experiences. You can change angles. You can change direction. This tool in Photoshop, it leaves behind little nodes called anchor points. And these anchor points allow you to go back after the fact and edit them. It's the same way when you're beginning your career. You can change direction, but you can also go back and fine tune your job search, your leadership courses you're taking, seminars. You can tweak opportunities to fit the lifestyle that you're actually trying to build. Remember, it's all about flow. They say you have to be the pen or in the real world, listen to your intuition. It's going to guide you to the next level. And that's what the freeform tool can do. It's just a way of getting going in a direction and starting to dial in what your opportunities are. So could you relate this to maybe brainstorming type thing? or? Yes, it could be used in a team environment for sure. It can be used also just as, as an individual. I, I think it's more designed as an individual tool if we're sticking to the analogy, but maybe there's another Photoshop tool out there like the group tool <laughs> that we could use <laughs> to begin to chain some of our projects together and some of our ideas together. There you go. That, that could be part two of my story down the road. Yeah, maybe I actually didn't explain it properly. I was referring to brainstorming ideas for yourself, right? When you talked about looking for trends or looking to innovate. So it's almost like, okay, you've got some direction, but you you want to bring something fresh to the picture. What do you do then? You got to start thinking of different things. And sometimes you just need to start throwing 
a bunch of ideas out there and and don't assume that anything is incorrect. Even as, as, as crazy as it might be, just brainstorm through a whole bunch of ideas, right? Because you said try not to be rigid. Exactly. And, and, and the, the beauty thing about the free form tool that a lot of people don't know is once you actually build a mask, okay, so once you create a mask in Photoshop, you can actually go back and add to that mask. And it's no different to what you just said, is that once you get some ideas on your palette and you're beginning to manipulate them, all of a sudden there's a, a trend starts to develop and you start to want to create more and more ideas. And that's the beauty of tools. You can continue to make tools just as in the real world, new experiences are going to give you more ideas into where, where your area of interest lies. Boy, I'm pretty rusty. I forgot about the freeform tool. It's been a while since I've used Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> we, we looked at the selection tool, right? Then we looked at the crop tool, then the freeform tool. And the fourth is the clone tool. Yeah, it's kind of a funny name, right? It's it is. It kind is, of misleading. Yeah. You don't know what you're cloning, but when we're talking about the innovation... And, and the education gains that we, we've got from the freeform tool, creativity is now flowing. And once it's open, opportunities begin to come your way. And so you want to clone these things and you want to be, begin to build on the ideas that maybe align with your personal brand or align with your company's mission statement or, or, or align with your organization's goals and objectives. It's okay to copy people's ideas. Let's not forget that. The greatest people in history, the, the greatest minds have always copied ideas. But what's important is that you add your own touch of distinction to those ideas and make them uniquely your own. This is where you're going to get known for delivering excellent work. You're continually producing new ideas. Your personal style will begin to shine. And you're going to be more in demand for pretty much anything you do. Remember, Photoshop is a design tool. And you're building layers to your career. Each layer can be seen through. Like the, oh, There's opacity that you can see through. When you begin to blend these layers and you put some effort into the different layers, your portfolio gets bigger, your talents get stronger, and you become more passionate because now you're becoming a little bit of an expert on your life, an expert on the things that you know best. And slowly over time, your career, as they say, can be exported as a PDF file or what I like to call the professional dreamer file. Oh, and this is because you're not dreaming you're, 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 you're standing still, right? So that's what's important is that you're building a portfolio just like you build files in Photoshop. I thought PDF was build the file. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's no such thing. I, I, actually, it's funny because I was listening to a podcast when I was out for my walk today, and one of the speakers, I can't remember which podcast was on, was saying that there's no such thing as stealing ideas. It's just following or embracing best practices, I think they said. I like that. When you're talking about the clone tool, so what you're not doing, you said it was kind of a strange one, and I kind of agree, because when we talk about clones, typically clones are you're making duplicates of something else. But in this particular case, what you're doing is you're taking ideas that you have, and it's almost like you're making copies of them, but then morphing them into something that would probably align better with your personal brand type of thing, and then making it more unique for you. Yeah, no, exactly right. And, and the clone tool can be used in different ways. You can go in and you can change the parameters of the clone tool 
so that it makes real subtle adjustments so that when you're actually copying something, you're copying the essence of it, but then when you're pasting it, you're pasting something different. How that relates to the real, real world is that you get ideas and the more you think about them, reflect upon them, work them into the different experiences that you're gaining in life, they're going to morph and they're going to change. And even though you've cloned them from a past idea, what's coming out now is a newer representation of where you are, of what your ideas represent. And I think that's important that we, we keep the change factor involved in this because the way the world is now, it's changing every day. There's something new, there's new trends developing. And so we're cloning, but we're also changing what's being released from that copy. And, and that's really important to keep in mind. Right, so you're talking about being fresh, but also it needs to be, it needs to be up to date as well, right? Exactly. Maybe this next tool kind of helps really bring it in the focus because it's the sharpen tool. And it's one of the least used tools in Photoshop because people don't really totally know how to use it properly. You can overuse it. What happens is in the real world, you're wanting to develop your skill sets and continuously improve upon what you don't know. A lot of times they say your long-term success is on your ability to educate yourself continually, to become an expert in your chosen field. There's so many online courses and seminars. It's just endless. And, and now the video courses too, right? But the Sharpen tool brings an image into focus. And just like personal development does in the real world. So you have to be clear about what you want. And just like when you clone something with the previous tool, it becomes clear what your ideas start to crystallize and, and your career and the things that you want out of your career, they become into focus. And I guess that's the only difference with Photoshop is that in the real world, you can't over sharpen an image where in Photoshop you can, which means to say you can never take enough personal development courses. You can never go to enough Toastmaster classes. You can never take enough courses and online, you know, spend time with consultants and, and really network with people. There, there's a lot of ideas out there, but you've got to be able to filter them down and sharpen them in such a way is that the experiences that you've learned in life actually become meaningful. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And it's funny because you said that it's the, one of the least used tools. The first thing that came to mind are typically what happens often is that people know that they need to continuously improve. But what ends up happening is that life gets in the way, right? They get too busy with family. They get too busy with work. And typically mm -hmm. when they go to develop their skills, it's like, it's, they're in panic mode as opposed to spending the time ahead of time and, as you said, sharpen. Not make it sharp, but sharpen. Mm -hmm. When you're sharpening, it takes time to do that. It's interesting how that analogy works really, really well with, real, with the real world because, yeah, people know they have to do it, but yet some, some people don't. Some people do, but then there are a number of people that don't. And, and that's a good point, Greg, is a lot of people are along their career path and they come to a stop. Like you said, life gets them down or, or their responsibility load gets too heavy. And that is a perfect bridge to the last tool, the Zoom tool. The Zoom tool allows you to gain perspective on your growth. You can pull back, take a subjective view of where you are, or you can zoom in close and look objectively at where you've been. You need to reflect on your work 
your career, your leadership, purpose. You need to keep purpose top of mind, okay? Yes, your time needs to be spent earning a financial living. There is a need for happiness, self-identification, and all those things. But when you take a walk or you meet some friends and you're discussing or rewriting your goals, there's perspective there. And the Zoom tool in Photoshop allows you to get in really close and tells you the truth of what that image is and what is really on the page. And I think it's important that we take that same honesty to our careers and where we are as leaders. One day we'll be standing at the end of our career. We're going to be looking backwards. And I'll tell you one thing. I really want to enjoy what I'm seeing. And I want to see that view and take great pride in what I've been able to create. And I think your career is a work of art and you'll never go wrong designing it. And just like learning Photoshop, it's important that we make mistakes too, right? We're all going to make mistakes along our path. And that's where the eraser tool comes in. It's not one of the official tools, but we can always go back and, and we can fix things. I think we often think that it's risky, it's too risky of a move. But you know what? In Photoshop, you can never wreck your drawing. You can always hit that Control Z or Command Z control and go back. And your career is the same way. Everyone makes mistakes. We just need to go back, refocus, dial in what we want, and go from there. So we'll call the eraser tool the plus one. So it's a six plus one tool. <laughs> That's the bonus tool for listening in on the, the uh, podcast today. If you if if you didn't count them, you wouldn't know that there were seven. But I just want to touch upon. I want to go back to that Zoom tool because it's interesting. You were talking about you were talking about gaining perspective on your growth, and you're talking about zooming in as to where you are in your career. But I'm also thinking with Zoom tool, I was starting to think about focus. You know how we have so many distractions in a day. I mean, we're sitting at our desk and we're trying to get something done, you know, let alone look at mm -hmm. our career in a, under a microscope, but we're trying to get something done and people, you know, the phones are ringing and then your cell phone's going off and then people are coming to your desk bugging you that all of a sudden is that you can no longer focus. And I think we all know that multitasking is a myth as much as we think we can multitask. Yeah. The best work gets done when we, when we focus. And when you talked about it, turning off the layers of of distraction, I thought that's really, really key because if you really want to know where you're going, you need to have a clear picture and a clear path. I mean, just, just think about driving, right? If you want to drive safely, you got to focus. Yep. There's a tendency there, Greg, for us to over pixelate our lives. And by that, what I mean is we become so engrossed in all the different channels that we're involved in. Remember, it's a very complex world. We all have our laptops, our cell phones, our iPads, our, and then that's just us. We're also tapped into our families and our friends. There's so much going on that it becomes a blur. We over-pixelate our lives with images and things that, we, that are beyond our control. And that's where that sharpen tool and the combination of the zoom tool allows you to pull back. You need to sometimes reassess, disconnect. And that's not a bad thing. People tell me that all the time that if I stop for a while, I'm going to fall behind. In fact, it's actually the opposite. It's like a great painter once said that when he walked away from his art and he came back two months later, he was finally able to finish the drawing. And I think we need to keep that same perspective in our own lives. The pixels will actually come into focus if you take that little bit of time just to gain some perspective.
Wow. You just turned geek speak into words of wisdom. Well, you know what? There's something about complexity and simplicity. They must coexist. And your career is no different. You need to become the Leonardo da Vinci of your own life. And I like to call it the artist of your imagination. That's what we all are. We're all artists of our own imagination. And ultimately, the output from that is the things that we do, the way we behave, the careers we build. And just like Photoshop and the photos that we create, if we work at them hard enough, in the end, it's going to be a beautiful work of art. Joe, can you leave our listeners, perhaps, let's just zoom out for one second and perhaps leave our listeners with one thought. I think at the end of the day, we're exposed to many things in our lives. And we have tools inside our minds. We need to spend a little bit of time consciously working with the tools that we're given, our creativity, our imagination, our analytical skills. Yeah, we can have some fun and talk about photoshopping our careers, but you know what the beauty is? We have these real tools inside of us. We just got to take a little bit of time to go inside, get a piece of paper, go old school, get a piece of paper and a pad, write down what your skills are, write down your strengths and commit to taking the time to being a little more creative, a little more imaginative, decide that you're going to try and be a little more analytical, a little more subjective, a little more forgiving on yourself. And over time, what's going to happen is those tools are going to help you become a stronger individual. You're going to become a better leader. You're going to become more confident. And ultimately, you're going to be able to help those around you to see themselves better than they are. And really, that's the hope of what that article was that I wrote, is that to help people see themselves better than they are, because they do have the tools and we do have the ability to use them. We just got to log in, open a new file, and dive in. And don't forget to hit save and make a backup. (laughs) Exactly, because if your computer crashes, your life crashes, and then I don't know what happens after that. (laughs) Joey, it it was a great article. In fact, if you go to LinkedIn, Joe McKay, that's capital M-A-C, capital K-A-Y, Joe has a few other articles on LinkedIn, and otherwise... We'll be looking forward to your book in 2019. I don't. Th- you, you didn't mention the title yet, or you still have? A, do you have a working title for that by any chance? Or I do have a working title. No, I have a title. It's called "How to Operate Your Soul: The uh, Instruction Manual We All Forgot to Read." And it's a little misleading because you may be put off by thinking it's a religious book, but it actually it's not. It's about harnessing your own creativity. So it's going to be exciting to talk about that. I'm sure you can pull that off if you. You've turned Photoshop into career speak. Thanks, Greg. It's been a real pleasure spending time with you, and I appreciate your time so much. It was an honor to have you. Is there any place that people can get a hold of you? Yes, you can go to my new website. It's called imaginationsuperstation.com. Joe McKay, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Greg. Have a wonderful day. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. 
If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmasters specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies. A new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.